0: Graduating in 2020 is like graduating in 2008 but on steroids.
1: I've had one of the most monumental weeks of my life but from my bedroom.
2: It is still a time in your life that you'll never get back and that I've been looking forward to for my whole life.
3: This is the end of your schooling, this is the end of college, this is the end of high school, and you never really got to say goodbye in the way that you thought.
1: How do I honor myself when I'm losing all the things that would honor me
4: externally? I can't think of a time where the world has felt less like your oyster.
5: A different world means a different way of doing things.
6: Hello and welcome back to Commencement, the podcast dedicated to discussing the unspoken reality of life after graduation. And I'm your host, Becca, a recent graduate of the University of St. Andrews. On this episode, we take time to honor the diverse accomplishments and experiences of 2020 graduates around the world. My name is Mia. I'm from South Orange,
1: New Jersey. I'm graduating from the University of Texas at Austin.
3: My name is Marissa Bell. I am from Twinsburg, Ohio, and I went to school at Kent State University in Kent, Ohio.
5: I'm Danny Zamora. I'm from Manila in the Philippines. I just recently graduated from NYU. Uh, I was in the Gallatin School of Individualized Study.
4: Hi, I'm James Roland. I would be graduating this summer from the University of St. Andrews. I'm from near Edinburgh.
7: My name is Lynn and I'm originally from Alpharetta, Georgia. I am graduating from New York University.
0: My name is Eli. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm graduating from USC, that is, the University of Southern California.
6: First, I wondered how 2020 graduates were celebrating their graduation when universities on the whole had canceled in-person commencement ceremonies.
7: At first, I felt wrong about celebrating during this time, but I wanted to make a big deal out of it and find some fun during this time because this shouldn't take away from like the last four years and how hard I've worked. So I had my school graduation last Monday and I dressed up in my cap and gown. So I went to go take pictures with my roommates around Washington Square Park. My school did a whole virtual graduation ceremony and a bunch of the professors spoke via webcam and, you know, the professors dressed up, they threw confetti, they wrote poems, everything was really, really heartfelt. Billy Crystal made an appearance. Me and my roommates, we you know, got a lot of bottles of champagne and had a little party by ourselves. (laughs) And so the night before commencement the empire state building turns purple or violet to celebrate NYU so i went up to my roof and looked at that and they they added this like heartbeat feature which was in solidarity with everyone during this pandemic
5: and the essential workers my family personally we didn't make too much of a big deal out of it cuz it kind of just feels surreal you know it doesn't feel like the real thing we watched the live commencements that NYU had but it's pretty crazy because we watched it at 3 a.m. here because of the time difference. So just staying up to feel like we're, we were part of the celebration and everything from like thousands of miles away.
4: So we're gonna try and have a soaking, it's what we traditionally do at St. Andrews, where after your last exam you would come out and your friends wait for you and then they throw cold water on you. I'm sure there's some sort of mythical significance of like washing the ignorance of undergraduate degree off before you don your graduate again. A month later at graduation, we will do a soaking in the back garden because I handed in my last assignment today.
0: I don't know what it's like to be a grad the rest of the time. Like, this has just been my experience. My mind flipped a switch and it was like, okay, now I'm back in Atlanta. This is how we're going to finish things up. And that's not to say that there weren't moments where I felt pretty distraught. I would have those moments, but I wouldn't really let myself dwell in them. I think I just kind of was like, all right, Here's how it is, how am I gonna make the most of this time? The spin that you put on it or the narrative that you create around a set of circumstances is how you are going to interpret that and how it's gonna make you feel. We had a Zoom commencement where our president said a few words. We had a few other guest speakers. Some notable ones were Will Farrell, who is a USC grad. And Rain Rain Wilson, who is Dwight from the office, he said some notable words, which I enjoyed. And instead of reading off everybody's name, she just kind of opened up the floor for any students to reminisce over how their experience had been. Honestly, it was a little bit anticlimactic. I didn't really feel like this great sense of, oh, I'm graduating.
6: There were undoubtedly some very creative ways these grads were celebrating the end of their undergraduate experience. But did they have any other ideas of how we could appropriately honor 2020 graduates?
1: I think the thing that sucks the most is just not having true recognition, like on the university level, with commencements across the country being canceled. So that's why like seeing Obama planning on doing a commencement is like that's you know really sweet and you know the best that we can do and also that's kind of cool. It's like Obama was my commencement speaker. Fantastic. Find small ways to honor the grads, you know. You know, having community support is really important and just hearing from different people in your life. Congratulations, you did something. It's like, yeah, thank you. I I, I did do something. It takes Five seconds. And it can make someone's day.
4: Send them a Snapchat. Send them a picture of you, like, giving them a thumbs up or smiling at them. Or like a, a little, like, supportive message. The equivalent of having bumped into somebody in the street and said, Oh, hi, how are you? Fine. Oh, you're done today. Well done. Have fun. Like move on like that kind of exchange, which would normally happen so briefly and without any effort from anyone involved. And I'd appreciate it if even like anybody would have would message and say congratulations. Well done. You worked hard. Good luck. Christ, don't even need to mean it.
3: In my community, actually, all the seniors were in their own cars and they all drove around our whole town and it was like a really nice parade to honor them. My city actually did something else as well. They had the students come in the school like one at a time and they recorded them go across the stage in their cap and gown and they're actually playing it in a a drive-in so all of the families can come and watch it being played on the drive-in movie theater.
5: I literally had to pack up my new york life in three days like my whole apartment it's just like there was no sense of closure at all and i feel like part of me is still mourning that and part of me is still really upset about that but i feel like it's a day-by-day thing just trying to let it go i understand and i know that there are more important things of course people are dealing with very real things even if it's not thank god it's not touching me personally when i try to think of the world and that wider aspect and that macro aspect. It helps me to digest it a little bit more. Even if we're in a pandemic and even if graduation isn't the way that we envisioned it to be, it doesn't X out any of the achievements that we've made in the four years that we were at university or in the four years that we were in high school, you know. All of that still happened just because you weren't able to commemorate it in the way that you wanted to.
6: Flashing back a few months prior, I asked these grads to reflect on how their academic experience was affected by how their school accommodated to the pandemic.
1: I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would, because instead of waking up an hour before class and getting ready and then walking to school, I could wake up at 10.59 for an 11 a.m. and just open my laptop and then be considered present. As far as learning, I did feel like I was missing out on those last moments with professors that you finally, towards the end of your senior year, start to really appreciate. It's like, oh my gosh, I wish that I had gone to your office hours while I had the chance. We all have the sense, like professors and students alike, that we're in it together. Even something like, hi, I need an extension on this assignment. I've just been really stressed. It's like, of course you can have an extension. We are in a global
3: pandemic. My experience was a little bit different than a regular college student, I feel like, because I was fully in student teaching. So I was in a third grade classroom all day, every day. I remember I was on the last day of seeing the kids. I was helping them pack up their stuff. And we at the time we thought it was gonna be for three weeks, but I didn't know that that was gonna be the last time that I would ever see them. So that was really hard just because it's different when you're in person with students and it's really important to like make those connections. So I kind of get to see both perspectives of how
5: difficult online learning is for teachers and students. I had this um, music composition class that was pretty difficult because it was supposed to be done in groups mostly but you can't really do that over zoom you know like composing music on this spot and performing on the spot especially because of the lags and things like that so um that's kind of difficult man it was a sick around 6 p.m. class in New York so that was a 6 a.m. class for me but it wasn't so bad because I still had a sense of motivation you know to finish to get through and it helps that I really enjoyed what I was studying but the human Connection and everything that physical classes have, you don't really have that. And the instructors try their best to make up for what is missing, of course, and we see that. But being in the States in general for like four or five years, I've been in like long distance relationships, like with my family and my friends, and all things like that. But it's just different when it's your instructors and it's people you're trying to have mentor you. It's not the same experience. And I feel like that's the reason why our internships were cut short too because it's not the same internship or mentor experience
4: i had some classes that definitely worked better over zoom than they would have done in person just the activities you know the, so like the language games or whatever we were doing was really well planned and thought through and i was really impressed by that again i struggled to feel very engaged with Zoom classes it was weird having to negotiate as much like the social aspect how you interact on um, zoom classes but again because everyone's spread so far across the world so the time difference is enormous and it was there was literally no possible convenient time to have a class but it was awkward and tiring especially having got through a whole day of working this class and then I to sit there and struggle through zoom like language classes are so difficult because so much of what we do is just like nitpicking about a little word like there'll be an expression in a text that we found and our tutor will explain it and they'll say oh it means this and then someone normally in class someone could just say oh could you also say this and they'd say yeah and then you move on and that exchange which is hugely informative for everyone and kind of gives you a whole, really does a good is important for explaining the color of that expression it takes a
0: second, and you can learn some really good or it can spur a whole new conversation but that kind of quick exchange is not possible on, on my classes. It definitely deteriorated a little bit already you know it's my last semester senior spring I was a little bit checked out for being a hundred percent honest so I think just the added layer of it not being in person so I noticed most people and myself included sometimes we would just have the video and audio off there was a noticeable difference of the engagement level.
6: And now to return back to the crux of commencement, how grads experienced the shift from being a full-time undergraduate student to facing an often unknown and non-linear path ahead. But if transitioning into graduate life wasn't already challenging enough, how did 2020 graduates feel about their future when graduating in the middle of a pandemic, and how had this shifted their hopes, plans, and dreams for graduate life?
4: I can't think of a time where the world has felt less like your oyster. If the world is my oyster today, then it is very hard to open and full of grit. Like there are no pearls inside this. And it's just, it's really strange coming out into the world, but the world kind of not wanting you to approach in case you've got coronavirus. Like, hello everyone, nice to meet you. I'm you, I'm James, please give me a job. And then being, no, wear a mask, stay inside, go away. And that's been strange, just having absolutely nothing in front of me. Right, my friend Sam. But he did an online internship with a law firm. So maybe things like that are kind of easier to do because if lots of previously in-person opportunities are now going online, if I you know, if I get into one of those, then I don't have to move to London, to do it. You don't have to lose all that money, but you can stay at home and save money and maybe keep doing something else here while you're at it. The things that would have been harder to get to now might be easier and slightly more accessible if slightly lower in quality and less informative. Like I don't think, Doing an internship online is ever going to be as beneficial as actually having done one in person.
1: I feel like there's not much at this point to be truly excited about. What's going on is just indefinite, and so it's not really like there's much to look forward to. And we're likely in the worst economy since the Great Depression. It's not something anybody wants. You you don't want to enter the job market in such a time. So I had gotten into the Peace Corps, I was planning on moving to Morocco in September, and then coronavirus happened, and then now that's very uncertain, and so now I'm kind of scrambling to find other plans. So now I've pushed up my applying to law school thoughts, which I had already, I was intending on applying to law school, but not for two or three years. So now I'm taking the LSAT this summer because I'm sure that if I didn't have some sort of next step, the quarantine would weigh really heavily very quickly.
3: So now I'm really dealing with the unknown and not knowing where I'm going to live, where do I want to work? But the unknown is also kind of the beauty in post-grad life, I feel because it's like I'm finally free in a sense and I can really do anything I want now you know you know I'm in the process of looking for a job and it's gonna be a lot different for teaching even finding a job in teaching is a little bit different than other jobs because we get hired like in the summer that is all kind of being pushed back a little bit so I'm just trying to be patient and just trusting that everything will work out I have applied for some virtual schools so even I feel like more jobs will go towards being virtual. So
5: I think that will change a lot of the world. feel like I'm in such a weird, turbulent space just gets really scary sometimes you know because everything is so uncertain when you feel like you're graduating things are already uncertain to begin with but adding in the conditions of the pandemic and how that's affecting the economy and how that's affecting like for me uh, for me personally you know as an international i already know that it's going to affect my job opportunities when i plan to come back to the states for example so it's just that part of it is a tough pill to swallow and it's like something that i have to um deal with every day slowly applying, you know, not really putting too much pressure on myself to get x, y, and z done by this certain hour of the day because Again, the reality is that there aren't a lot of jobs because a lot of people are being are being laid off. So I feel like the key to that is really just not having such narrow expectations of yourself and just allowing yourself to figure it out day by day. Because I feel like with a pandemic, that's all re- you can really do at the moment. You know, the restrictions of the the OPT for international kids is that we only have it for one year unless you know unless you're like a STEM STEM graduate. That's science, tech, engineering, and management. So. I'm really open to making the most of what I have for that year, but I don't know how that one year is going to be affected because I don't know when flights are going to come in from here to New York again. So it's just I'm currently looking for jobs here and New York and in other places too, wherever I feel like I find opportunities that are interesting and call out to me. Sometimes I'm pressured because I look at my peers and I look at the world and see what they're doing online and everything and I feel like it's very hopeful and it's very great, but I I turn it into myself and I think intrinsically like should I be doing something in terms of like relief ops or something for my own, you know, job opportunities and things like that. But I feel like it's an important message to just remind ourselves how it's a pandemic and it's not a vacation, you know, to take it a day at a time and to really just learn how to reflect in solitude the market is so saturated
7: everyone needs a job right now with the people I've talked to and I've been like what would you do if you were in my position like what can I do and they're like you know there's not much you can do right now and I think that's just so difficult because even if you try your hardest a lot of the opportunities aren't there you're up against people who have five years more experience than you because they got laid off from their job this is really naive and idealistic. I really wanted my job to be something I enjoy and something I'm really passionate about, but I feel like I have to take any opportunity that comes at me because right now there is none. I have very high standards and so I'm very critical of myself and for a long time I was just like, this is my fault, I wasn't working hard enough and blaming myself and telling me how I need to be doing more. So yeah, I think that that reinforcement of you're just in a pandemic and it's not your fault and just keep trying, I think that encouragement is really helpful.
0: Personally, I was filled with a sense of excitement when I finished and like a weight off my shoulders. I'm really free to do whatever I want. I don't have a really a set plan at this point. And all the plans I did have are pretty much thrown to the wind. Originally, my plan was gonna be work for the summer, save up money, and then do a one-year work visa in Australia and New Zealand. And I'm pretty sure Australia and New Zealand are gonna be shut down for a little while. I don't really know what I'll do for, for work and I'm very fortunate where I don't need to jump right into that. And I also feel like everyone's in the same boat. There's a lot of uncertainty, so I, it hasn't really been stressing me out that much. I feel like graduating in 2020 is like graduating in 2008, but on steroids. If you're looking at like a traditional track, you're probably freaking out, but I think it can also be looked at as a time of unconventional paths that might be even more fulfilling. Take this time, this unique opportunity where we have so much free time. and and just kind of think about what are the things that really make you feel that you're doing something worthwhile? And then when you think about that, how can you translate that into something that you can do for a living? You know, At the end of the day, the only person that's gonna be with you every second of every day is yourself. Take time to become better friends with yourself. You have to know yourself and love yourself in this life, I think, to kind of find fulfillment and just be okay with any situation.
6: As I have gathered, graduating from a university or college in 2020 is most certainly an incomparable experience. But what about graduating from high school? It was one thing to have your time at university cut short, but another to be stripped of your last few months of high school and be uncertain as to whether you would even be able to attend your university in person. I decided to ask some high school seniors how they were feeling about graduating in 2020. My name
2: is Kate Levy. I am from Atlanta, Georgia, and, and I am graduating from the Lawrenceville School, which is a private boarding school in Lawrence Township, New Jersey. And I am planning on attending Wesleyan University in Middletown, Connecticut.
8: My name is Micah Burnett. I am just finishing up Needham High in Needham, Massachusetts. And I'm planning on going to the University of Vermont next year.
2: It just doesn't feel that real to me, and so I don't really want to make it that big of a deal. But it does kind of make me sad to think about, so I just think I don't want to do that much for it. I also don't really want to think of it as my graduation because my high school is really committed to getting everyone back on campus when they can for, like, an actual graduation. So they're just calling it the conferring of diplomas.
8: I believe we're going to have some sort of in-person diploma handing out, whether it's just a drive-by or if it's just students out in the field. And then we have a car parade.
2: It's just hard to reconsider what your future is gonna be like when you spend so much time thinking your life is gonna look like one way, and then it's completely different. And so many things that you look forward to are just taken away. And a lot of the things that I look forward to were memories I wanted to create with my friends during those ceremonies. Everyone looks forward to their senior spring.
8: A lot of people really rely on being able to go to school and see all of these people and see their friends every day and stuff, but that wasn't really me. So I didn't really mind not going to school, not seeing everybody every day. I'm really excited to graduate. For a while I've definitely felt like I needed a change from high school. So I'm definitely leaving like a lot of good memories behind, but I'm fully ready to graduate
2: future of higher education is so uncertain. I have no idea what's happening next year, or like in the fall. I just have no idea, no one really does, and they're lying if they say that they do. Now I'm actually scared to graduate because I'm part of this incredible community with teachers I love and that respect me and I respect them and I have great friends. Not like that's all just gonna evaporate. Before I was like, it's okay, you're just gonna leave one community and transition on to the next but now I feel like I'm going into this weird space where I'm just kind of floating around and I'm not tethered to one community. I'm just trying to imagine my life and it's very hard to. I can't really think about what things are gonna be like.
8: Certainly changed my expectations on what it's gonna be like next year. Like I definitely had an idea of what I wanted to do next year and what it was gonna be, but now I've just tried to throw away like all of my expectations about what it's gonna be like and even if I'm gonna be going, So I don't really know if I even have any hopes or aspirations for next year.
2: So right now I'm kind of exploring the idea of not a full gap year, but a gap semester. Say that there are some places that I can travel to where I travel there and I quarantine for two weeks and then I'm allowed in, or I work from home or something. But like coming up with different ideas because I don't really want to start college online. And the number of high school students planning to take a gap year, the proportion is just skyrocketed completely, especially in the last few months and weeks. Like I never thought I was going to take a gap year. Now I'm just like, well, we might do that. (laughs) So it's also good because I'm very into politics and, and campaign strategy, things like that. And so this is a good time to be stuck at home if you're gonna have a political internship. It's a frightening time, but it's also exciting, so I might try and do a political internship.
8: At least right now, it hasn't altered my plans just because the college hasn't really given any clear answer on what's gonna happen next year. As significant as it seems right now, and it probably will have some lasting impacts, it's really, it's not a huge amount of time that's been passing.
6: And finally, In bringing the voices of these high school and university graduates together, I would like to close by sharing with you some of their final reflections and messages about the reality of graduating in the middle of a pandemic and how you can continue to support the grads in your life. Not
2: diminishing that your kids or your siblings or whoever's graduating are upset because they totally have every right to be. But it makes it hard to find joy in the celebrations of graduating when it just comes back to, so do you know what you're doing? Do you know what's going on? Like, no one knows what the fuck is going on. Why would I? Like, I don't, I don't know why. It's also hard to feel better and be proud of yourself when everything comes back to the pandemic
3: people are on Facebook and they're putting their opinions out there, which is fine, but they're saying like, oh, this isn't that big of a deal. Who cares if you walk across the stage? But it is a big deal to a lot of us. And just being sensitive to that and really thinking about what these 2020 graduates are going through, it will never be an experience that anyone else can relate to. And it's difficult to kind of comprehend this is the end of your schooling this is the end of college this is the end of high school and you never really got to say goodbye in the way that you thought they'd never really had closure well if you have
1: any employers or admissions counselors in your audience i would urge them to not judge us too harshly because academically grades Pretty much across the board are lower than they would have been. It's been tough. You know, gaps in the resume should be normalized for at least right now. If you see 2020, you graduated college in 2020 on a resume, cut us some slack.
4: One thing that people can do is they can find, it's going around at the moment, there's an open letter or a petition to sign to extend the Scottish student maintenance loan payments over the summer. Because lots and lots of students who can only afford every semester of university by working during the summer break and during the winter break are now going to be absolutely scuppered when it comes to uh, september so many student jobs must have been lost at the start of this
7: not pressuring people to follow the old system because so many things are going to be different
5: at this moment you know think outside of yourself and just adjust with what comes after because after the quarantine it's going to be a different world for sure and thinking about it in that way kind of also makes me hopeful because a different world means a different way of doing things we've already proven with zoom and everything how it's possible to work remotely even if it's not in the same dynamic and if it's a different kind of efficiency you know it's still possible whatever you come up with and whatever you decide to do with the time that you have left during the quarantine it's i feel like something that you're personally proud of skills come in different shapes and forms they're always something to be proud of not delegitimizing
2: people's fears and worries everyone is struggling in their own way right now definitely some more than others but everyone is struggling in their own way and i think it's important to keep that in mind the people that are considered essential workers that are literally saving our country those are a lot of not high level like skilled jobs i really hope that we start to have people looked at with more dignity for whatever job you have and realizing that there's value that everyone is bringing to society.
0: The spin that you put on it or the narrative that you create around a set of circumstances is how you are going to interpret that and how it's going to make you feel. If you can cultivate a more positive narrative, realizing that you do have the power to create the reality that, that you wish to have. I can't control corona, but I can control how I'm sitting at home and thinking, all right, I'm not getting this time at school, but I'm, I'm getting a lot out of it. I'm fostering great relationships with my family I'm working out more in addition to trying to have a positive outlook what goes hand-in-hand with that is developing this sense of faith and you know you don't have to be religious in the biblical sense to have faith you can go through life being constantly worried about uncertainty or you can try and have that feeling that I don't know how it's going to get to the place of being okay but I really do have an internal sense that like it is all gonna work out how it's supposed to work out embrace the chaos
5: I recently stumbled upon a letter that I wrote when I was around 17 letter I wrote a letter like to my 13 year old self so I was inspired to write one as a 23 year old to my 18 year old self and I feel like I was writing pretty much the same things. So I was writing about feeling pressure to maintain your personal standards aside from like having the standards of society and then I was writing about how it's okay not to have things figured out because in retrospect you know 23 is so young and there are so many mistakes that are still going to be made but there are again so many victories for us to feel and so many moments that will really just empower us to feel more more and more ourselves every day. I just hope that we aren't hard on ourselves for the things that we can't control. I feel like the universal message is to really um, use your time to know more about yourself so that when the opportunities come, you're completely in tune with who you are.
1: Sometimes the night lets you lie, lets you fly.
6: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Commencement. I am especially appreciative of all the 2020 graduates who openly shared with us their thoughts, feelings, and experiences about graduating during this historic time. And a huge thank you to Scott Delta, a student at Tufts University, and James Fernando, a graduate of the Berklee School of Music, for their original music which is featured on this episode. If you'd like to hear more of their work, please follow the links to their information in the episode description. This podcast would not exist without all of your collective contributions. To any graduates who are listening, congratulations on graduating and I wish you the best of luck in your postgrad journey. If you'd like to share your story or are in need of any support during this time, please don't hesitate to reach out to commencement.the.org. Podcast at gmail.com and don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and follow commencement podcast on Instagram for more updates. And
1: when you look up to the stars, you see how close you are. And someday you might even miss the glory of the cloud. Your life is out there waiting, waiting with a smile.